is Market Open Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations and insights from leading ASX-listed companies. We welcome our host, Stuart Walters, for another episode, where he'll talk to the individuals behind Australia's top companies of tomorrow. Welcome to another episode of Market Open Podcast. Joining us today is James Wilson, CEO of Alchemy Resources, ASX code ALY. James spent over 15 years getting hands-on experience in exploration and operation, covering a range of commodities. Then nearly spent as long analysing mining and metals markets, including a role as senior research analyst for Argonaut Securities. He now finds himself in an executive chair as CEO of Alchemy Resources and is right back into the always exciting ride of junior exploration. James, thanks for joining me today on Market Open Podcast. Thanks, Stuart. Still early days, but how did you come to acquire your lithium tenements and what have you seen so far? Well, ironically enough, Alchemy already had a, a, a very large position of gold tenements in Western Australia. And it wasn't really until we started mining our own data uh, in the lithium boom, just going, well, you know, let's just have a cursory look and see what we've got. And that's sort of what was really sort of led us down the track of, of you know, looking for other commodities within our own existing data set. You've already got a maiden resource in at the overflow deposit, but what's the exploration upside there at the Lachlan projects? Well, yeah, there's, there's a few resources within the company. That one was just the most recent at 342,000 ounces gold equivalent. If, you know, listeners understand anything about Cobar systems, they, they tend to be sort of like, for want of a better word, this sort of iceberg sort of thing where you, you tend to drill at depth and these systems mature significantly at depth. And that's uh, reticent of, of, you know, like the Herras down the road, there's the CSAs, all those sorts of mines. So ours is like, you know, 250 metres below surface and uh, a vertical extent from surface to below surface. And um, it's just more to find. There's more to drill. And it's high-grade system. Uh, it goes up to like 7 and 10 grams gold uh, plus a polymetallic back end. So there's, there's lots more to have a go at. How different are the investment markets for gold and lithium? Polarising, I'd say, at the moment. I'd say there's a set of investors who are... Uh, very into the sugar hit of lithium, um, that uh, if you have a lithium intercept, then it will attract a certain uh, uh, investor. And I, I believe a lot of you know what's going on in the market is it's very short term at the moment. Investors want uh, significant returns and not willing to sort of be there for a longer period of time just in case there's, you know, results are disappointing or, or, or whatnot. And um, yeah, I think we're experiencing that across the board at the moment. You can see that in the, uh, the performance of, of small cap resources stocks across the board. How have you experienced lithium exploration compared to other commodities? Well, it's a new area of science. I think for a lot of us in Western Australia or Australia in general, it's, a, it's only a few years old over here. It's been known about for a long time. If you, you, know, you hear stories from uh, geos who used to work at the Bounty Mine, which is down south now, and they, they were throwing this stuff out as part of waste doing gold development drives. So uh, mining out spodumene crystals as big as a car. So, you know, we've sort of turned, you know, 180 degrees on that. It's now more valuable than gold. And um, yeah, it's just, it's a new area of science and everywhere is different. In particular, uh, our area is different because we've only got one deposit up the road, which is manna. So we have very little to base our scientific understanding on and, and how to explore. And, and you don't explore for lithium in the same way everywhere. Uh, in you know, for some, the, the, the Earl Grey guys, I think they use tantalum as a pathfinder element to look for their pegmatites. I think in our area, it's more of a gallium signature and uh, whatnot. So yeah, it's different. We're all learning. And, and it's an exciting development as well because it's, it's fairly unknown. And you've got multiple projects on deck. How are you deciding on priorities for this for next year? 
Well, for us, it's the, the chance of, it's a two-tiered approach. It's, it's advancing Greenfields projects, which we're doing up on Lake Rebecca at the moment. Uh, we're getting project-wide soils, uh, project soil sampling done on that. That's reasonably low cost. And at the same time, we're drilling currently on our lithium projects, which is the, the projects that surround the Manor Lithium deposit in uh, that the Global Lithium owns. So the chances of a discovery obviously are, are higher next to an existing discovery. You know, where do you find more metal? Next to existing metal. And so uh, we're concentrating our efforts near term on, on that sort of regional proximity to that deposit. And um, yeah, trying to advance those targets as we go, as well as the greenfield stuff in the background. The market hasn't been great for a period of time now. You must be pretty happy with how you've positioned Alchemy to capitalise on the turn. Yeah, well, we were lucky that we raised money last year, probably in hindsight, probably at the top of the market. Uh, obviously, the share price has come off, so we've got to work a lot harder and that sort of push that hamster wheel a lot harder to uh, to return that value to shareholders. Obviously, the market is is very difficult to to navigate at the moment. And um, yeah, the fortunate thing is we we have money in the bank. We aren't slowing down. We've got drilling going on now into Christmas. We've got more work starting in January. We've got geochem underway. New South Wales is going to start up in early January. And yeah, plenty to attack and, and plenty of assets in the portfolio to work for uh, for shareholder upside. So yeah, we're very fortunate. And over the next three to six months, what do you think we can expect to hear from the company? Well, we'll, uh, we'll have results obviously from drilling campaigns. We'll have results from the geochem up north at Lake Rebecca. Uh, we'll also have the commencement of work in New South Wales on the base metals targets. And, and with a bit of luck, we should actually wrap up all our, our native title land access negotiations there. And that'll let us get on the ground for uh, the ultra high grade stuff at Yellow Mountain, which has you know, had historical copper uh, grab samples around the mine of up to 7% copper. So no one's been on the ground since the 80s in this part of the world. So uh, if we can, we can you know, uh, get that locked up and uh, with the traditional owners, then we're good to go. And we're, we're very close to that being done now. How have you found the move from being an analyst to a CEO? It's just as stressful. It's uh, just as early mornings and it's a 24-7 job, especially when you've got crews on site. Uh, the added sort of complexity of this is you were responsible for the safety of all your employees. So if people are on site, I'm on, you know, WhatsApp going back and forth. We're leaving now. We're coming back now and making sure everybody's safe. Everybody's having a good time and, you know, they're, uh, they're enjoying the experience as well. So yeah, there's a lot of, there's a management overlay that goes on the top of that. I'm fortunate that I've come from capital markets. So I, I do have an experience with being able to navigate that. Uh, but also getting back into industry and geological roots again and, and you know, managing day-to-day activities with a uh, small business. So, yeah, it's very exciting. And we're coming into a Christmas period. Do you allow yourself some time off before reflecting on the year you've had before looking ahead to 2024? Well, the Christmas party's on uh, fairly soon. I think it's probably this week or next week. So, you know, like we'll all sit down and have a chinwag and see where we go. We've already had the strategy session for next year uh, about two weeks ago. So... We're good to go. We're a small team. You never really stop, sort of. Um, you know, there's always cars to service. There's always this and that to do. There's with small handful of people, you've always got to wear many hats. So, yeah, we'll have a bit of a break, but we'll be cracking on early in the new year. I think the next steps will be doing uh, and walking pegmatite outcrops with XRFs to go and chemically map everything and using a bit more uh, brains trust on those things. So, yeah, we're, we're going short break and then ripping right back into it. It's clearly an exciting time for the company as you push forward to 2024. James, thanks for joining me today on Market Open Podcast. Thanks, Stuart. That concludes another episode of Market Open Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, LinkedIn, Twitter, rss.com and marketopen.com.au. Until next time, happy investing.
The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of this material as legal tax, investment, financial, or other professional advice. Market Open and its employees are not financial advisors. You should consider seeking independent, legal, financial taxation, or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in this podcast constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement, or offer by Market Open or any third party to buy or sell securities or other financial instruments in this or any jurisdiction in which such solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the security laws of such jurisdiction.